Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Reconnect podcast. Today, I'm joined by some exciting guests, and they are from the Unplug Collaborative, the nonprofit organization behind the awareness campaign, the global, formerly National Day of Unplugging. So I'm joined with Kim Cavallo, the founder and executive director, and Claudia Erickson, the co-founder and director of partnerships. So hi, guys. Hello. Happy to have you. And uh, so Unplug Collaborative, Global Day of Unplugging, what's it all about? Can you introduce it a little bit? Sure. Um, Well, Claudia and I co-founded Unplug Collaborative um, back in 2020 because we were very fortunate to be able to inherit the, what was known at the time as National Day of Unplugging. Now it's Global Day of Unplugging. Um, and uh, it was all, it was run, actually, it started in 2009. It was a series of uh, device-free dinners in the Bay Area of California in uh, the United States. And some very forward-thinking people got together and thought, you know, we're really gonna need to take breaks from t- this technology. Uh, so they design, designed these dinners and from there it grew and grew. Um, and Claudia and I were each in this space um, in, uh, you know, around 2018, 19. So we were asked to kind of take over the campaign, uh, which we did. And we we co-founded Unplug Collaborative, which runs Global Day of Unplugging, but it also has year-round initiatives um, that are uh, centered around social impact and building community uh, and uh, just making people uh, connect in real life, help, giving them the opportunity to connect in real life, um, not only on Global Day of Unplugging, but every day of the year. Wow, okay. that That's a very, definitely a forward-thinking and I feel like timely thing, you know? I mean, obviously we're we're here talking about it because you and I, you guys and I both are, are you know, wanting to see something new other than this constantly device-filled social environment that is not as conducive to human connection. So, you know, phone-free dinners being the being the core of how this all began is pretty pretty beautiful thing because that is the core. You know, we want more human to human to human connection. So you guys are clearly visionaries and leaders. So what is you guys' vision for the future of, of a new future? And how does the global day of unplugging help you guys get there? Um, well, I mean, I'll just take this one because uh, I think we both, you know, Claudia and I have a lot of conversations about this and we really want to see Global Day of Un- Unplugging become really as re- recognizable as Earth Day. Mm-hmm. Um, when the first weekend of March comes around, um, to know that people all over the planet um, will will be remembering and, um, you know, kind of taking in the value of human connection and start making plans and organizing events um, same as, you know, Earth Day. It's Earth Day is kind of, you know, protecting the environment. And we think of Global Day of Unplugging as preserving the human spirit. Um, we want people to organize events and simply reflect on their relationship with with technology. And so, you know, I, you know, like uh, New Year's holidays, people reflect on kind of their intentions for the coming year. Um, some people call it resolutions. Um, but it would be really cool if in years to come, Global Day of Unplugging was a time of year where people would write out and reflect about their intentions to make adjustments to their tech habits, um, you know, for that day and, and for the future. 
Wow. Yeah, I think that it's only a matter of time because, you know, the same thing with Earth Day, the the environmental damage and, and impact that, that we've been observing, kind of slowly building awareness for over the past, you know, maybe 30, 40 years. Like now we're at a place where it is common knowledge that, that the Earth is being affected by the way, you know, our society treats it. And Earth Day is now celebrated. I, I, I only see it as a matter of time before, you know, we we use something like this every year as an opportunity to come together as a world and preserve the human spirit. It makes total sense. So that's exciting. Um, so for these Global Day of Unplugging events, uh, what what makes them unique to Global Day of Unplugging? Um, yeah, so I think uh, really it's about bringing people together, you know, this idea that we're not alone. Because obviously any of us could put their device away and go for a walk or have a meaningful conversation. And that's also a part of Global Day of Unplugging. But I think what makes the um, campaign unique is that we're set up as a grassroots organization to really uh, support people in, in bringing others together to have gatherings. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's, I think, spending that time and really enjoying that experience and having the consciousness of there's of ways to make any event unplugged. So, mm -hmm. you know, you can have a dance party or right. a live music event, um, and it could be considered uh, a global day of unplugging or an unplugged event because the person on the stage could say, Hey, you know what? We're, we're I know we all love taking, you know, film of each other and, and, and capturing this moment, but maybe for one song, or, you know, for this one period, we're going to just put the phones away and experience what this is going to be like. So it's really about infusing that mindful um, relationship with technology into any event. I think that's what really sets apart um, Global Day of Unplugging events. Well, okay. All right. So what what's an event that you guys are really excited for this Global Day of Unplugging? Maybe Claudia, do you have an event you're really excited about? You know, I am, I'm kind of really excited to see what all the students of the world are going to do, because we have gotten so many young people involved this year, um, and we tend to have a lot of schools anyway, but um, this year we've got Charleston, where you've got um, the College of Charleston's coming together with a woman there, Anya Pechko, who has Project B. And they're going to do a movie screening and they're going to do um, some in-classroom activities with challenges for them to come up with what are cool ways to unplug. This is with the marketing group there. And then they're even going to do a musical chairs, like adult style, kind of fun stuff to do. So oh, awesome. They're going to do. Yeah, it's so awesome. Um, and then we have Santa Monica, where the the um, district adopted a resolution this year to encourage all the schools to participate. Um, and this happened last year in Roanoke. So we're excited to see how it goes for Santa Monica. Um, they already had like an educational talk. They're gonna do fun activities for the day. Then we've got public health students at Utah State uh, who created like a, a break, I think it's called break the screen routine program for middle schoolers. Um, and that's kind of cool. Then we've got a marketing team at Northeastern. A couple of uh, different teams are competing to come up with sustainability ideas for us. 
So gosh, and then over, overseas, Australia, there's a cyber safety program and they're encouraging all the schools in Australia to celebrate Global Day of Unplugging. So we just, what we're, what we're all about is the network getting out there and um, people reaching, you know, their audience. And then we get to kind of see what creative stuff they do, what they come up with for the day. So it's really wow. cool. Yeah. And people can put, you know, I think one of the greatest parts about all this is being able to see your, your event pop up on our map. Um, so we have a live um, updated, you know, map of the world. And every time an event gets entered into our system, we review it, obviously, um, and then we put it up there. And so uh, if it's a public event, there's, uh, you know, links are there for people to be able to connect with the event organizer. Um, but if it's a private event, there, there's not really very much information other than just kind of that it's happening. Um, but it's fun to see that, wow, my event is happening and there's an event happening in Australia or Turkey or um, and we're all doing this at the same time. And that's really the the most powerful part about this campaign is you're not alone. Um, and, you know, the, the the ironic part about all of these social media platforms and technologies is that they're bringing us together or that's their intention or maybe maybe it's not. But, um, uh, you know, then we feel less connected and we feel more alone. And so, um, you know, the idea of kind of seeing this happening all over the world um, in sync and having this collective consciousness around it, I think, is empowering for people. Um, at least we hope so. Yeah, definitely. I think that this, you know, you utilizing your the technology we do have, it's really cool to see the map with all the dots around the world and you can scroll around and see where the where the unplugged events are going to be this year. And I think that, you know, utilizing the technology we have to actually facilitate an, an a human connected event rather than, you know, what all of these social you know social media platforms are connecting the world so much like it but you're really just isolating everybody you know on your phone alone so utilizing technology to create something like this which is you know actually pushing human connection to the forefront is is so needed and i think i heard that you said you're working with a an organization in australia to get the whole countries, all the countries, universities to be doing global aim and can you, can you tell me more about that? And I think it's actually the elementary and middle schools. Um, okay. but I don't know that he's doing anything with universities, but definitely um, the younger grades. So they're just doing a big push to uh, try and get everybody to pledge to do something for the day. And um, there's just a really kind of exuberant team Trent has got going on. It's called Cyber Safety Project. And um, they go and do talks, but then they're also encouraging people to kind of do something fun, do something with your family on the weekend, sure. you know, take it farther. A lot of schools celebrate doing something on campus the week before. And then because ours starts sundown Friday to sundown Saturday, they'll, you know, be encouraged to go do something um, that weekend as well go out in nature go camping go um pickleball whatever your thing is <laughs> to go do it yeah we like to say whatever is going to make you forget about your phone or make it so that you can't touch your phone i mean obviously water is is a great place to uh not let your phone follow you 
Definitely. And <laughs> quite a fun one at that. Yeah, exactly. Surfing, swimming. You're never you're never gonna be scrolling there. All right. So on you guys' journey with Global Day of Unplugging and you know the Unplug Collaborative, what are what are some things you're really proud of accomplishing with the Global Day of Unplugging? And what are some of your goal future goals for the organization moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I think this year in particular, we're really excited because, um, you know, we have a partnership um, with Hinge, the dating app, and they've been doing um, their own um, social impact initiative called One More Hour, and we connected with them. Um, they reached out because they really were concerned about um, the Gen Z, um, you know, age range um, and the epidemic of loneliness. And so while we're set up to have these um, resources for people organizing events and bringing people together, we never had the opportunity to seed fund any of these things. We were, um, you know, we had digital resources. We have our little smartphone knapsacks. I mean, there was fun things that we could give away, but we weren't really in a position to grant any money. And with uh, being, being powered by Hinge, um, we have now um, this micro grant um, process where um, people who are planning events anywhere from now until the end of April. So it's not only just for the Global Day of Unplugging weekend, which of course a lot of people are doing, but it's through um, through the end of April. And if anyone is doing, we're, 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 uh, we're powered up to be able to subsidize um, in some shape or form 100 events. And uh, we've already got, I think about 20 or 25 under, under our belt and more in the works. Um, and people just apply and we have conversations with them about what they need. Some people would love to get photography and videography and a little piece of content at the end, which we can help you do. Um, some people want money for snacks, which we can do, um, decorations. Um, and so that's, I think, something that we're really proud of because it's an, it's a, a, um, an outgrowth of what we've already been doing all these years. Uh, we've already be trying. We've already been trying to seed people, you know, seed fund them in a sense without having money to do it we, with ideas and inspiration. And now we really get to to I think um, empower them even more. And that's a big thanks to Hinge. Yeah, that's incredible. It's really cool to be able to be that resource for this movement because you know it really is <clears throat> greater than me than you like. <clears throat> the whole human collective consciousness feels right now that we need to find a way to put away these devices. We can all kind of feel it underneath, just underneath that layer, just same way, you know, I'm sure towards the end of cigarettes being smoked everywhere at all times in restaurants, planes and offices, you know, everybody started to kind of feel like, ah, uh, this is gross. But until that finally happened where you turn that corner and now it's, you know, completely tab taboo to be smoking cigarettes anywhere. So I, I really do believe we're right at that, that turning point where it's about to, to turn. So um, it's really cool that you guys, that someone who is inspired that wants to create one of these events, you can, you can fuel them. That's amazing. And so, so what's, what are some of your like dreams and goals for the future as well? Uh, I would say, you know, like, like we mentioned before, that it's this kind of recognizable um, day and that um, 
that people have uh, this awareness like they do about um, their well-being with food and nutrition um, and protecting the environment that that, you know, uh, these kinds of gatherings are second nature to people that they just know um, that that more people know that it's important to plan this kind of time away from screens for themselves, uh, for their children. Um, it would be wonderful to see um, families because of this movement um, have uh, areas in their home where screens don't follow people. I mean, I when I was growing up, and you know, television was a big thing, and everybody was so worried that kids were sitting too close to the television, and there was too much, too much screen time in that regard. Um, you know, my parents—I don't think they even thought about it really, but it was um, there were campaigns, and then we weren't allowed to. Um, basically, there was there weren't that many TVs in the house, but you know that there was. We only watched TV in one room. There wasn't televisions mm -hmm. in the bedroom, and there weren't televisions in the living room, and there was this consciousness that. Um, that screens were pulling us apart. And so we wanted space in our home to bring us together. And so those kinds of conversations, um, more and more people having them, I think that's our vision. That's our purpose. That's the reason why, why we do this. I mean, they don't call it an awareness campaign for nothing. Like this is what we're trying to accomplish is bringing awareness. Yeah. Can I, I want to add to that too. Um, we're, I think we're really hoping that we can get some additional funding so we can replicate what we've done um, with the seed fund here for Gen Z. And so we can get it out for more families and we can expand that a little bit more. So that would be really cool. This is this has been great to, to do this trial with this group. Um, but yeah, we'd love to be able to do a little bit more with the families with the little ones. Yeah, I mean, I think that I I definitely hear that. Like, I I would love for every it to be common knowledge and kind of, you know, everybody knows that. Yeah, we need our time off our screens. Same way we need our time in nature. We need you know we need healthy food. We need to take care of the planet. We need to take care of our you know our social spaces, and we need to make sure that we have phone free uh, phone free time time off our screens together. Like, oh man, I can't wait for the day that it's finally common knowledge and everybody knows what phones do to social settings and what phones do to our mental health. And I mean, that's, that's going to be a dream come true. I, I would say that's partly my goal as well, but I'm glad you guys are, I'm glad we're all working towards that. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's, the, that's such an important point, Sean, because we are you know, we're not in this alone. And that's, that's the thing that, you know, and it's the main reason why Claudia and I joined forces early on, um, and have, have made kind of partnership, the cornerstone of Unplug Collaborative. I mean, the name Unplug Collaborative means this is, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to, um, not feel alone in this. And so, you know, people like you, especially are so important, um, and partnerships with you are so important. All of us just, um, focusing our energy on this because it just keeps spreading. Um, and especially it's, 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 uh, so unique to see you, you know, as a young person, um, taking this on and really specifically, I think Claudia and I have talked about this a lot, you know, we're huge fans of yours and this idea that you're taking this on in the way that you are is very unique, you know, in that you're, you're doing it very similarly to what, what we're aiming to do, um, you know, in a lot of different age groups, but for you to be doing it specifically on the, on college campuses is so important because, you know, um, 
that those spaces, you know, I'm sure you see it and you've, I've heard you talk about it where you're wa watching people just walk by on campus, not even looking up. And, um, and that's, you know, it's, it's, it's really, it's really sad. And then there's people in, in, in your age group and in other age groups doing important work with curriculum and advocacy. And those things are really important too. research, writing books, like all of those things are important. We, we need all of it. Um, and embracing that and not being, uh, kind of proprietary and, con and competitive about it is so important. Um, and so, yeah, collaborating is, is the key. Yeah, absolutely. I feel I feel really thankful for for this to be the position I'm in because you know as as an as a as a member of Gen Z who has been to college and seen the effects of of social media and phones on on just like my everyday daily life um as that person I I wanted to fix it and and as as I came into it and as I became an entrepreneur in that sense I, I was so happy to kind of realize like it doesn't have to be this competition. Like we're not, we're, we're competitor, but not really like we're, we, we all have the same goal. And the whole reason we're in this is to create that. And what I'm doing is only going to help you guys. And what you guys are doing are only going to help me. So I feel really, I feel like it's almost like it's, it feels almost like a futuristic form of doing business because it's like, we are only doing this for the betterment of humanity. So there's really not losers. And, you know, if we are creating that change, everyone's going to be rewarded and we're with, with the results of the work that we do. So it's pretty cool. And, and it's, it makes me excited to work with all these organizations like you and like, um, like log off, I believe is what someone you work with. So speaking of that, um, so, you know, Global Day of Unplugging and and reconnect. Like we are this these leaders, the the the, the tip of the spear, you could say, in creating phone free spaces and encouraging people to unplug and 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 reconnect. So, who are some other organizations you guys you guys have worked with that are up there with you or that you guys respect and look up to that you'd like to shine a light on and let people know they can check out or stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, I'd say, Claudia, that's really your focus um, as director of partnerships and, and you're interacting with so many wonderful um, organizations. Yeah, I think that uh, you mentioned log off movement and that would be um, the design it for us group is involved with that MLM key. Um, and they've been doing so much work. If you if you've been watching what's going on in D.C. with the Senate hearings and all of that. Um, the youth advocacy movement is just on fire right now. It's amazing that that's just gives us so much hope, right? They're, they're working nitty gritty in the trenches to try and, you know, get some legislation passed that will make online safety issues for kids get the spotlight that it should. So that's really great. Um, and actually they've got a Forks, I always get it right. Phones down, forks up campaign. Yeah. So I'm doing a little bit of the unplugged dining thing. That's going to be pretty cool. Um, I'd say Pete Bombachi with the Genwell Project in Canada. And he does a lot of stuff with bringing people together, um, social connection, um, very much in the basic sense of, you know, talk to your neighbor, talk to your friends. Um, I think 
that we already talked about Australia, but we've got people all over um, Switzerland, Mario, we've got Italy, um, people that are just working tirelessly. And I will say that um, for, for Kim and I, this whole thing of feeling like you're not alone, it's such a big deal. I know that when we were first starting to do this, it felt very lonely. Like it felt like, oh my gosh, are we the only ones worried about this? What's I felt the same on? way. I yeah, did. it's like, what's going on? So <laughs> finally for, um, for it to have kind of its moment and whether that's partly because enough movies have come out, you know, like The Social Dilemma, a lot of people now have seen that. Maybe you've seen I Am Gen Z, it's another one. Or the lake movie, but all of these kinds of things happening at the same time as advocacy, at the same time as like the promotion campaigns, like we're doing, um, it's kind of hitting that moment where, yeah, we are, we're doing this thing that's needed and and wanted, and um, and trying to you know provide good resources for people. So there are a lot of people doing good work, and it's been it's been neat to see them come together and be part of the collaborative process. Yeah, and I, I would well, I'd love to add in um, uh, Lars at Half the Story. I'm not sure if uh, you've connected with her and followed her work at all, but she's doing great things with uh, curriculum in high schools, um, which I think is another you know um, age group that they are starting to wake up um, students, especially. Mm -hmm. um, and so she's got a great network of schools across um, the country that are adapting, um, you know, adopting uh, the curriculum that her organization, Half the Story, has created. Um, and, you know, gets educators, parents, and students involved with learning about, um, you know, relationships with technology and social media. Um, I think it's called Social Media U. So it's kind of like a university style model of getting people right. educated about it. Um, so yeah, that's another, another, um, organization that, that we like to highlight. And that, that's the other thing that, you know, in this kind of collaborative nature, um, you know, we recognize early on that we do the grassroots kind of bringing people together and creating these phone free spaces. And then there's a lot of people doing a lot of other things. And we just, you know, in being a resource center, we want to provide those resources to people to learn more about those kinds of, uh, organizations like yours. Yeah, absolutely. I, I really, I appreciate it. I'm, I was really excited to hear the about the organizations you guys have worked with and learned about because you guys, I feel like, are the the overarching blanket of uh, umbrella, you could say, of of everything because uh, your your role is to have all of them join in. You know, like I like you know, reconnect will be a part of the you know the global day of unplugging eventually of like you know, we'll show up and then all these other organizations, it's all about getting together. So it's cool to see, like you're, like you said, Claudia, that, that it is of the time, like we're getting our moment, we're getting our, uh, our 15 minutes, you could say, because everybody's starting to focus on this issue. And I really do believe that we are right on that, right about to turn that corner of, of, of how, how cigarettes used to be treated. You know, we, we had no idea that cigarettes were causing cancer and eventually the collective consciousness discovered that they were causing cancer and all these devastating health effects to secondhand smoke to kids and you know obviously cancer to smokers and and then eventually the society was like nope and took a total turn in the opposite direction so i really do believe that is happening and will happen and continue to 
to turn sharper. So speaking of other organizations, you guys also have the Unplugged Village initiative with you guys' organization. So I, I always thought that was pretty cool because community on the uh, on the global scale, of course, is important, but also small communities are what makes up that global scale. So when when you guys initiate a an Unplugged Village or an Unplugged Village event, what, what does that look like for you guys? So it looks, well, it looks really different um, depending on who you are and where you are coming from. But essentially, um, let's just say a school comes on board and they want to do something for their, um, just for their school at first. So what we might do is have them reach out to either the mayor to get a proclamation or the district to get a resolution. So then they're getting kind of city council, um, government involved and kind of making a broader message about how this is important for the community. And then they might get involved with um, businesses, local businesses. Maybe there's a coffee shop and they wanna do something for the day or any time of the year. They wanna offer up having like signage at the table um, or they put out table games or they do an activity night. Maybe another group wants to do a comedy night. Comedy nights we love, you know, you, you got to put your phone away. Um, anything where they automatically are not likely to be tethered to their devices is good. So we kind of look for um, somebody who's got the idea and the same kind of inclination and man, we need to have more device-free whatever's, dinners, activities, and that person is kind of the spark in their community. And then they get other people on board. Um, so you might have a yoga studio doing something um, special to invite people in. You may have somebody doing a sound bath. You may have somebody doing a scavenger hunt. Um, so you can kind of get all kinds of people um, involved that hit on maybe Gen Z, maybe families want to go on a little, little free library scavenger hunt looking for things. Um, Community business, you can do a scavenger hunt where you're hiding different characters in eight different shops. People go in, look for a clue. It's good for business. It's good for the community. It's good for the families going and spending that time together. So we kind of just look for a spark in a community, a person who's going to um, kind of spearhead it. And, I, and I'd say they're leaders, but sometimes I know that can be like a dirty word these days. Like nobody wants to be a leader anymore because I feel like it's so overwhelming but it really doesn't have to be um and that is why we have a lot of like turnkey resources on our site so you could just do it make it easy and then you find a couple other people that are interested and have the same kind of passion and they're doing something and then you've got a, a community that's starting to be focused a little bit more on this tech life tech balance kind of thing yeah and it's it's really about um building on global day of unplugging right you know maybe some some organization or business owner or individual in their neighborhood comes in and says oh i loved i loved what i did at global day of unplugging i want more of this year round and i want my community to get more engaged and so through the unplugged village initiative you know it's self-identification it's being able to say okay we are now we're declaring we are breaking ground on this unplugged village we are building this together and that means that we value human connection over digital engagement. And whether that means 
getting your local government involved or um, bringing in getting a district, a school district to, you know, have a um, resolution that all schools will be involved. Um, it's just really about widening the network, casting a wider net so more people get involved. Um, and it does take leadership. You know, it does take uh, a person or a lead organization to initiate kind of becoming an unplugged village. But the fun part for us is that, and this is where, you know, Claudia has been doing this even longer than Unplug Collaborative has been around, where you're this resource center, you're a brain, you're a brain trust, you're a place where these um, unplugged villages can come to get ideas from each other. They can get ideas, um, you know, from us and in brainstorming sessions. Um, so it's really, again, an extension of what we already do. It's being a resource center for all things unplugged just in the setting of kind of creating a village, whether it's your neighborhood, your school, your company, um, or your dorm, you know, it's just making that declaration to say, hey, you know, we want to, we want the people, we want the rest of the world to know we care more about what makes us human than what, uh, how much we're connected to technology. And, and I want to add, and it's just that the fact that it's easier to do all of this when you have other people with you. So whether, yeah, whether that's a group of kids in a dorm or a young circle of parents um, that wanna know, you know, I'm gonna send my kid off to school without a phone. <laughs> okay, there's gonna be at least three other kids that are doing that. And we're all kind of committing to that. Um, that's really powerful. So, and we see that norm changing. You know, it used to be all kids had phones, now not necessarily when they're going to school. Um, so I think people banding together and forming their support circle, whatever that looks like, um, they can be an unplugged village. So we're just really trying to focus on that thing to do something with other people in mind. will make it easier. Yes. I think that it is, it is really important and exciting that you guys are essentially taking some of the heat off of having to be, you know, like if I wanted to create something, I don't have to like make up and I don't have to have a name and all these resources is like you guys are, can act as a, as a funnel. And as, like you said, make it more turnkey, like less of a, less of a, a huge uphill battle for these leaders. So if, if there's someone listening who is a leader, who, who cares, is passionate about this issue and wants to see change in their community, how how can they get involved with with Global Day of Unplugging and and allow for to for you guys to help have it not be such an uphill battle for them? Um, I think just jumping on our website and start looking around, seeing if there's something already going on in your community and if, on the map. And if there isn't, um, then you can do that. You can put something there, you can plan an event. And again, we've got 200 plus ideas on our website, um, a lot of fun stuff and some meaningful stuff. Um, but we like to stay kind of on the, on the, let's make it positive. Let's make it like a really fun experience because we know that if you enjoy your time offline, you're more likely to do it again. So um, I think looking at that, picking something to do, and then just going for it, um, 
Yeah, and our our um, membership is is a great way to get involved. So you can become a free member, and that gives you access to a dashboard that has a lot of digital resources. Um, but you can also become a paid member, and that helps support the campaign. Um, we have different levels: individual, family, small group, and community. Um, and those are just different price points. Again, it's a donation; it's a way to support the organization. Um, through those memberships, you get the, our signature smartphone knapsacks, um, either one for yourself or for your family or, you know, depending on the level of membership. Um, a community membership has, uh, you know, you can get up to um, 225 of those knapsacks to distribute at, at your events or in your, in your um, community. Um, and that's just a great way because the community membership also comes with a brainstorming session with us. And so you're able to kind of get um, some ideas and maybe we connect you to other people and, and you know, get help you grow that, that kind of um, communal consciousness that we've been talking about. Um, and yeah, like Claudia said, that, you know, getting, uh, putting, putting yourself on the map, looking at the map, um, and uh, and then I think this unplug collab initiative that we have with Hinge is a great way for anyone really to get involved if they think that that uh, fifty percent of their guests or the people that'll be attending their event is in the Gen Z age group age range, um, because if that's the case, we we really would love to help seed fund that. Um, so to go to the place on our website, um, it's Unplug Collab. It's all over now, the website. So you can easily find it and you just submit an application um, and pretty quickly you're in our system and then you'll get a discovery call um, and you'll have time to, to talk about what your event is going to look like. And we want to talk about how we can support it. Um, and then we just go from there. Wow, amazing. So you guys have all like 200 ideas for what you can do for phone free events on you guys' website for Global Day of Unplugging? More than. <laughs> yeah, we're, there's probably more right now, but yes. Wow, that is really nice. And that's all for free on the website where you can, if you wanted to have an event, you could just go look at that? Yes. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for all that you guys are doing for this movement. I mean, like I said, this movement is bigger than you, just you or I. And it is, it's, it's amazing to see passionate people that are, that are doing something about this and pushing it forward. And even though sometimes it feels like, or it felt like we were just alone in this, we're the only people talking about it, you know, conversations like this make it feel like we're in this together and that we're supported and that there is, you know, a community of leaders that are doing something about this. So thank you so much. Is there any anything else you guys would like to share before we close this uh, podcast off? No, I think just the website's globaldayofunplugging.org. Um, but pretty much if you put in Global Day of Unplugging, you'll land there. Um, and I, I know Claudia and I both are, again, such big admirers of what you're doing. And the idea that you're having these kinds of conversations are so important. And we really, I really appreciate um, the opportunity to talk to you today. Likewise, I, I just want to add <laughs> the plug to, yes, we are on social media. Ironically, it's an awareness campaign. That's what we do. Um, you got to go into the matrix you gotta to go. get out of the matrix, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so definitely check out Global Day of Unplugging. We're going to have um, a lot of fun, inspirational things to share in the coming last, what, 10 days we have now. Um, 
So I think that's a big part, just seeing the inspiration of what other people are doing. We love that. So check it out. Amazing. So globaldayofunplugging.org and Global Day of Unplugging on Facebook and Instagram? Yes. Yep. Amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Thank you for listening. Until next time, guys, it's another episode of the Reconnect Podcast. Bye. Thanks.